Hi there. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Citizens of the Metaverse. I'm your host, Jared. Thank you in advance for watching this first episode. I'm really proud of the way it turned out. My guest for this episode is someone named Hypno, and he shares with us his experiences during the pandemic of 2020 and still going. It's a tough story at times, but I think he gives a really good perspective to the whole situation. I really appreciate him for coming on to the show and being so willing to talk about his past year and the tragedies he's had. Hypno, if you're watching this, thank you again for being a part of the first episode of Citizens of the Metaverse. I hope you enjoy. Hi there. Uh, what's your name? Hypno. Nice to meet you, Hypno. Um, so I just wanted to ask you some things about the your past life, or not your not your past life, your past year, how 2020 has been for you, because it's been a ride for everybody. Um, so my first question really is, tell me a bit about your day-to-day -day life uh, the past year. Uh, okay, um, so, uh, we'll start on here. Okay, we'll start on December 22nd. Mm -hmm. December 22nd, my aunt came over, and my cousins and my uncle. Well, we had our Christmas that day. Well, later that day, around 11 o'clock, we heard she had an asthma attack. Well, she stopped breathing, and basically ended up she passed away due to an asthma attack well after that everything started taking a toll and just going downhill so i was in virtual i was doing virtual i was waking up doing my schoolwork, playing xbox or whatever and then going to bed well it was really making me stressed out and it was really boring and it felt like it was just not it was just a dream like you, you weren't allowed out anywhere you had to wear a mask every time you went out somewhere it was just tiring and i i didn't i didn't know what to do so in february i think it was around february or january i went back to school for the last part of school well so i was doing really bad in my grades well i thought me going back would help it but well it did but it didn't help to the point where i I still have to go to summer school, which kind of sucks, but I mean, yeah. So um, right now, I am sick right now. I have COVID. Um, it sucks. Uh, I constantly can't go to sleep, really hot, sweaty, tired, all of this stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just been really crappy. Do you have any idea where you caught COVID from? Like, do you think you got it from school? Well, so my cousins came over and they go to a separate school. So I think what happened was my cousins came over. My cousin Braden, he was sick and he gave it to my brother. Well, after my brother was done being sick, I started having symptoms and yeah. So I think that's where uh, that came from. So I know you said it was around Christmas. Was it Christmas like um, 20, 
20 or was this uh, over a year ago, Christmas 2019? So like at the beginning of the pandemic? This was, this was at the beginning of the pandemic. So what were you doing the majority of 2020? Because I know you said you were remote for the first part of the year, which I think a lot of us was, myself included. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, I guess, if you want to call it chilling, <laughs> uh, just hanging out and not really going anywhere and just staying inside. Uh, I, we did go camping. Uh, we have owned an RV and we went camping for a week or two. And then that was basically the only trip we took for that majority of time. So did you decide to do um, anything new with the newfound amount of time you had during COVID? Or did you just spend time um, like sleeping? And <laughs> I did pick up guitar. Um, I started learning it and well christmas be 2018 i do believe i got my first guitar well that night it was laying against the wall and my brother ran by it fell over and it broke <laughs> i didn't even get to play it so it was broken and then my grandpa repaired it and then i really didn't have time with it for school and stuff well then when the pandemic hit, I had all of this time and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start guitar up. And I've started learning songs and scales and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. What kind of guitar is it? Like, is it a acoustic or is it electric? I, or? I play acoustic and electric, electric, but right now I'm playing electric because the same guitar I had two years ago just broke again. So I have to get a new one. That is, <laughs> that's really unfortunate. How did it break this time? Yeah. Um, the glue just dried. It was guitar glue, and it was holding together real well, and one of my string, the high E string broke, and I gave it to my grandpa for him to repair it, and I guess their house was just so dry, the glue flaked up and just broke. I didn't know guitars could do that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. I thought that, I didn't <laughs> think that was possible, but apparently it is. Oh, that's, that's funny in the worst way possible <laughs> yeah so have you gotten a new guitar since um no because it actually recently just happened um i have my grandpa's electric guitar because he plays for the church or used to when he went to church he used to play for the church and uh he has a bunch of guitars and i asked him hey can i borrow one of your guitars for a while and he's like sure why not so yeah so, did you ever go to church with him, or were you always just... Uh, when I was around five or six, I did, and then I got older, and I mean, I still had interest in it, but it, it wasn't that I didn't want to go, it was just... I really, being like, because they have, I went to Sunday school and stuff like that, and they had a bunch of stuff. I really didn't like it that much. Uh, I mean, I like I liked going, um, and then I just didn't go. I don't know why. So do you think, do you yourself think you were ever a religious person, or was it just something that you did because your parents kind of told you to? Uh, no, I am religious, yes. Um, 
my parent well I, uh, like everybody like if you grow up in a house and your parents teach you right from wrong or this is god or this is whatever you know it's your religion and your beliefs and how you've grown up um but no i've always yeah i've always been religious yeah so tell me about how the pandemic actually affected your ability to practice or did it affect it at all even um no it didn't no not at all um it was uh actually um no not not really my dad helped me um because he used to but other than that no not really do you think that the pandemic might have affected some people with their ability to practice oh yeah that yeah definitely definitely yeah so then it, it affected everybody in certain ways and affected some people more than others on a certain subject or like some people have work or a bunch of people have work and then the pandemic affected them more than other people that have work you know so i mean it affects everybody more in a certain way than others and it's just really horrible so then tell me about how it affected you directly like how did the pandemic affect your life uh the most uh, I think the fact that I was in the mid. Okay, so right before the pan. Well, this was during the pandemic. It was the beginning of the t- pandemic, and I was in the middle of class, and I was in my language rotation. Well, my teacher walked through the door and he said, "Guys, pack up. You're going home." And we were all just, "What? This makes no sense." Well. We got home, and then the school called my mom, and she was like, school's canceled for the rest of the year. You need to come in, pick his stuff up, bring it home, and we'll go on from there. I was just confused. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on or anything. Well, then you started seeing on the, like, I started watching the news, and I was like, it's it's just like a plague. It's like, this is crazy. And then, so, like, I didn't, I wasn't ready for that, so I was like, I was had I grown social anxiety in that amount of time because I really wasn't around anybody. I didn't talk to anybody. Um, I know with the beginning of the year, I was afraid to do Zoom calls, like I Google Meets and stuff like that. I, I I was like I I couldn't do them. Well, I went back to school and like the first day, I had like a big panic attack and everything. And then my friends were like, "Hey, you're back!" And then I felt like normal again but like in that amount of time i grew social anxiety i like i was like sad i was mad i like so many emotions just in a small amount of time it felt for like ever you know so when did you start back to school in person uh i think it was around oh wow okay i think it was around january or february so the this current school year that's finishing up now like yeah actually today is our last day today is our last day congratulations uh what what grade are you in i am in seventh you're in seventh grade yes very nice very nice so then how do you think the pandemic will affect your next school year well i hope it doesn't i hope that this pandemic 
starts to slow down a lot. I mean a lot during the summer. Um, I want to go to school and actually be able to breathe and interact more and, you know, sit by people at lunch, not sit three, four seats away from them and not be able to really talk to anybody or actually be able to have like an actual learning session when you go to school, not just sitting there like exhausted and just all over the place. So but that, if it does, I mean, we'll go through it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll persevere. We, that's what we've done all the past year, right? Yeah. So then, if the vaccine uh, becomes open to a, a younger audience, do you think you will get it? See, me personally, no. And the reason why is because after my aunt passed she was sick all right we think that she had one of the first strains of COVID-19 or like the first part of it like the beginning because she worked not not I'm not trying to be so-called racist but she worked at a Chinese place and they were all just Chinese people and they used to come from China to here and they just carried I think she got it from working there and then she brought it to us that day and we got all got sick right after like it was horrible like sickness like no other we went to the doctor and she said i have no clue what this is like i don't know and so i mean i've heard people that have like young people like in their 30s and 20s and stuff like that get the covid vaccine and then a couple days later they're dead like i mean it might be a coincidence i don't know but I mean, until more people and it gets tested more and stuff, I'm on the side of not taking it. Do you mean, like, they actually passed away or they just had really bad side effects from the vaccine? No, they actually passed away. Um, Like, yeah, they got the vaccine. And then, like, my grandpa's friend, I know he was older, but my grandpa's friend was in his, like, 70. And he got the vaccine, and I guess a couple days later, he died, and he was in his house for, like, a whole week. And then, I guess his daughter or someone came over and found him in his chair with the TV still on, just decomposing, and nobody knew about it. Like, that's scary, you know? Like, I mean, like, I know my grandma, uh, she never had never got the flu and then the first time she got the uh shot the flu shot she got it right away so i mean the covid if you the covid vaccine if you think about it like every other vaccine it is it has that virus in it it's just not a large amount of it well how do you know that maybe your immune system is not strong enough to handle that amount i mean that so unless I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, I do. Um, I personally got the vaccine last week because um, my college requires me to have it to go to school next year. Um, and I know 24 hours after I got the second dose, I was out of it. I was incredibly tired. I could <laughs> I could barely move without like wanting to fall asleep, actually. It was awful. Um but I, th- I think it's interesting that they're starting to try and roll out the vaccine to like younger and younger groups of people. 
Yeah, so my dad and mom were against it, and they said next year, if they require me to take the vaccine, I won't take it. And see, my brother's disabled. He was born with uh, a quarter of his right side of his brain. That's all he has. So he, he can't walk, can't talk. He can't do anything by himself. Well, his immune system, like, he doesn't have one almost. Like, he doesn't have one. So if he gets sick... It, it's going to be horrible like high chance that he will probably pass so i know we're all hesitant on it i know i was the reason i didn't want to go back was just for that reason to keep everyone safe well then i was like you know what i'll just do the right things my friends haven't got sick well on the last week of school i got sick <laughs> so i mean hey at least i made it through the year and i people will have to test it and take it more and then i might but until then it's no go for me no i can i completely understand what you're saying um i've been so careful the entire past year because um i live with an elderly grandma so i didn't want her to get sick either um to be completely honest if my college i'm attending next year didn't require me to get the vaccine i probably wouldn't just because we haven't had time to test it um like we have for things like chicken pox or um or polio yeah. but i think if we need if um people need to take the vaccine for either the pandemic to be over or people be of better sound mind i think it's worth it honestly yeah, the only thing is that I like really don't like about the vaccine is I've I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard people get the vaccine and then they have to like be quarantined because they have it in them and they can pass it on to somebody. So that's the thing that I really hate about that because if someone gets a vaccine and then they like don't listen and they they go out a bunch of places and all the people are they are around they catch it and then they just keep spreading it and it makes it worse i know herd immunity but i'm really don't think that is going to work with this but again that's what i think so i've i've heard i haven't heard of what you're saying um what i've heard of personally is two weeks after the second vaccine is when you're completely safe like um you can't really catch at least the current strain anymore um, but that's interesting what you just shared about how, uh, because some people technically have it in their system, they can still spread it. Um, how about like your friends do, how do they feel about the vaccine? Um, I actually don't know. The only friend I really talked to about it is my friend Javen and he has it. Well, doesn't have it, but he's going to get it when it's available to him and that because his mom and dad has already got it his grandparents already got it so he said he wants to get it uh i said you do what you do i mean not my choice but i <laughs> yeah i mean he gets it i mean so yeah. then apart from the vaccine itself how do you think your country has been handling the pandemic as a whole Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get political, but I think that our current president is, I mean, I really kept up with it. Uh, when Trump, I, Trump, I paid attention to it. 
But with our new president, Biden, I don't pay attention to much stuff. Um, I think we were going in the right direction, and then everything just started to blow up, and then it just went on downfall. Um, I think we are doing a good job keeping it under control more. Uh, I have seen that um, most news sources say that COVID infection rates are slowing down, and hospitals are gaining more rooms and people are getting better i mean i think we're doing we're doing way better than what we were doing obviously at the beginning of it but i still think we have a long road ahead of us so then have you heard about the thing where um the cdc saying if you're fully vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask anymore i have not heard that and yep. that sounds absurd that i, I mean heck during the winter time, I wore a mask. I did not get sick once. I ha didn't have the flu. I didn't have any like winter prone when you're in the winter and you're prone to certain infections. I didn't get any of those and I felt amazing. And then like, I'll probably honestly, even if the like COVID is gone, I'll probably still wear a mask in the winter. Cause like I didn't get sick at all and everything. So I mean, maybe that is one way that we can like slow down a lot of sicknesses if, if we just be more which i think the sickness like covid of course i think that has made people realize to be more sanitary and more clean and stuff like that so i do think next year if covid has slowed down over the amount of time if we don't have to wear a mask to school, I will still wear one. They will probably be more sanitary anyway. I'll still wear one. Um, until it is like, kind of like the flu where it is not millions of people have it and it's just a certain point where maybe a lot of people have it and then it's just gone. It doesn't take an outbreak and then everybody has it for a year, you know? So. Until then, I will still wear a mask, even if I get the vaccine, uh, if I, I will still wear a mask until I know for sure that we are good to go. So then, do you think you'll wear a mask forever? Because um, some people think that COVID is here to stay permanently like the flu is every year, just different lesser strains each time. Yeah, um... I don't think I'll wear a mask forever, no. I think it will be over within the year I graduate, 2026. So, I think it will be over by then, but it will, I still think it will be like the flu, of course, like most people say, but I don't think it will be that bad. I will still think there, it will be a strand, but it won't be as bad. I think it will be like your common flu, but it's a little bit worse. Um, I probably will wear a mask if like, of course, in winter time, most more likely I probably will, but for my whole life, no. Uh, yeah. And, and like in the time that COVID will slow down, we'll probably have a really good working vaccine to keep us protected and yeah. So do you think mask culture is here to stay in general, like, um, for the rest of the population? See, I know most people, again, COVID 
has been a big wake-up call to people. Um, like, I know that we really weren't sanitary and we really didn't care. Oh, I won't get this sickness, so whatever. And then you get it and then you realize, oh, I really screwed up. So I think it scared a lot of people. And I think it was a big, big wake-up call to be like, hey, I might need to wear a mask or something like for the rest. But, I mean, it just depends how you think on it. Uh, if you are more cautious or if you're more like eh, this could happen but i'm willing to take that chance you know so it just depends what your view is on it so then to use your words do you think that all in all the wake-up call the world got was a net positive or not so great in the end i think in the beginning it was negative because people were going crazy like you go to the store, the food aisles are wiped. and We all remember the memes. What they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, like, then you have all of this food that you didn't even need because people were saying it was so bad and then it really wasn't that bad. It was, we were just not used to something like that. And then I think it, it was a negative at first and then it became a positive because then people started really like, hey – this makes we know what to do now if this happens and then so we we gain more knowledge and then from the beginning because we didn't know anything about this and then we've been through it for like about a year and a half almost almost a full year it'd be about heck i don't even know <laughs> uh, but yeah we've been through it a long time and we've just gained a lot of knowledge from being in something like this do you think you personally have come out better afterwards like what you've learned through the pandemic or do you think overall it's had a adverse effect on you i think that i will probably be more cautious during the winter time when all of the sicknesses are like everywhere i think i'll be more sanitary used then i would like they say wash your hands and be like uh eh, whatever i'll be fine and then I think I'll be more sanitary and I'll be more cautious, yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, I'll probably wear a mask and all of that stuff, but who, who knows? I might change my mind. What do you think about people that, like, absolutely refuse to get the vaccine but still refuse to wear masks? Anti-maskers? Um, I say... You're dumb. <laughs> um, I mean, if you think COVID is fake, get it yourself. I mean, and then you you will definitely regret it. Regret, regret it. Regret <laughs> it. Um, I mean, you're probably you're the main reason why we're out of this state yet is because you're gaining it and then spreading it off to a bunch of people. If you do your part, like everyone else is, we'll get through this faster than what they we think. Like. If I say if everybody was doing what they were supposed to do a long time ago, by, by this point, we would probably be way farther than we are now. Because, I mean, there's so many people that don't want to listen, and it's just immaturity, really. Like, you're, you're an adult, you should know that this is protecting everybody, just not yourself. Like, it's, like, it's just not your decision. It's, you make that decision, it goes on everybody. So then, so, do you think that mentality of, oh, it's okay if I get it, 
uh, it doesn't matter what happens to other people is a problem with like American mentality or is it just how society has been made to what it is today? I think that's just what society has been made to be today. I mean, if you think about it, like you hear about like, um, oh, what was that? Polio, the big outbreak and all of that. And you're like, oh, that's horrible. But like, we're so advanced in medical technology that that will never happen. Well, if you think about it, if we're so advanced in medical technology, that medical technology can make something 10 times worse. And so you just, I think people have been too not, they've not been cautious enough. They've not been paying attention. And I think we just got sidetracked with everything that's been happening. Because if you think about it, like in, in the last 200, 100 years, we've had so much technology and so much stuff. And you just think, oh, if something like this happens, we'll be perfectly fine. And right here's evidence that we really, if, if we're not, so... I mean, I, I think the the start of the pandemic really highlights that we weren't ready because, um, like I, I as I said earlier, like everybody remembers the memes, but that was a reality. Like people were storming grocery stores, people were buying all the toilet paper, buying all the food, not saving. It any was like for a Black anybody. Friday, right? It was like Black Friday every day for a. At it least was like a Black week. Friday for toilet paper <laughs> and food. It was like Black Friday for the necessities. And we're still seeing some of uh, the effects of that, like to this day, like some things are still constantly out of stock or some things are like still taking weeks, extra weeks and weeks to get to us through shipping. Uh, it, it's just kind of crazy. See, that too. Um, I mean, during the COVID, because I know America, um, we get most of our stuff from other countries. Um, for instance, China is a big one. And since China was came from or since COVID-19 came from China, our shipping slowed down like like a lot. And so we weren't getting a lot of stuff. And then that means when everybody goes and storms something and we're not getting stuff to stock our shelves and stuff, that's just going to be empty for like a couple weeks because they've got to ship all of this stuff with the. Uh, virus it just takes a while and I think that's where people became immature and they were just I mean I can see why but like you got to think of other people you know like the people that like not homeless but they're like tight you know like tight on money and stuff and they really don't have a lot to survive on so I mean people really should have just slowed down on it um I mean I understand it was like like a second thought like it happens you had had no time to think you just got whatever you could because you were thinking of yourself and your family and not anybody else i understand but i mean other than that yeah i mean it, it was really scary i mean i know the first time during the pandemic i walked into the store with my mom and we went to like it was the, it was um we were in walmart and we walked to the meat aisle and we there was no meat like none at all and like then when they restocked it it was like 20 bucks for like a pound of hamburger and we're like are you serious like it was it was just like shocking everything everything got ramped up it's insane it, it, it's just crazy how yeah we're still in the pandemic but it, it, for me personally it's crazy to think that 
just a little over a year ago, the world was kind of on fire with how little stock there was, or at least America was on fire with how little stock there was for, you know, just basic things that we took for granted in everyday life. Yeah, um, I mean, like, you take things for granted, like, again, that's where I come back to December 22nd, like, I took things for granted, like, my, we heard my aunt had an asthma attack, and we were like, oh, she'll be fine, and then, because we took everything for granted, and like, oh, she'll be fine, and then the next thing you know that we're all crying, and she was just over here, like, six hours ago, perfectly fine, and, and then... Next thing you know, she's gone. Like, you take things for granted, and then when the stuff that you take for granted does the opposite, it something bad happens, you just... It's just crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your loss. I can only imagine how difficult that would have been just seeing her a few hours before she had passed. Thank you for letting me pick your brain for a little bit. I really appreciate it. You've been a big help. No problem. I enjoyed it. I have. I've had nothing to do for the past couple of days. I've been <laughs> tired and just worn out, and I've not been able to talk to anybody because all my friends are still in school. And so mm. I'm scrolling through my phone, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna message you." I'll, never mind. You're in school right now, so I kind of can't do that. So, hey, well, I'm glad I could be here to talk to you. It was a good time. Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope you get better quickly, and I hope your recovery is a good one like i hope you don't have any lasting effects yeah I'm, I'm getting better um my taste is coming back uh my smell really can't come back because my nose is like not there right now i i mean i can't i barely can breathe through my nose um so but my taste is coming back i'm gaining energy back um i'm getting better um i've not had a fever yet which is surprising um <laughs> I still have a cough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better quickly, so. That's great to hear. As I had said at the start, before the interview even began, Hypno's story hits you right in the feels. He came in pulling no punches, and I really appreciate his willingness to share his tragedies throughout the past year. I think it's safe to say that with the pandemic slowing down, with vaccines rolling out, and people becoming more and more comfortable with the vaccine itself, that we'll begin to see some normalcy soon, but that doesn't mean the pandemic is over just yet. We still need to keep doing our job. We need to get our vaccines. We need to keep wearing our masks. We need to understand that it's not just for ourselves. It's for those around us and those that we love. Thank you for watching this inaugural episode for Citizens of the Metaverse. I hope you continue to stay tuned and I'll see you next time.